Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca, and as always, thank you for tuning in. So, yes, sir, in this episode, we will be joined by our correspondent and friend of the show, boxing and MMA expert D on clubs will be joining us. And as well, we will go out live. Say what? Live to Dallas for part one and Miami for part two, where we flew our correspondent. Yes, it was on coach. And it was the middle seat. (laughs) We are on a budget here at the Ball and Buds podcast, even though we are blowing up. Make sure you check us out on all your major streaming platforms. Download, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Donate. We don't have a donation line, but (laughs) I should make one. Right now, it's 1-800-KISS-MY-ASS, suckas. Anyways, fools, like I said, we're going to be checking in with that live report. We sent him to Dallas for the Canelo Alvarez-Billy Joe Saunders fight and to Miami for the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight. And he had an amazing time. We even got him the best tickets money could buy, second row. Yes, we splurged, y'all. We splurged. (laughs) Uh, We are on a budget here at the Ball and Buds podcast. (laughs) And also, we will be discussing a review of UFC 261. Can you say twisted limbs? Can you say elbow noodles? And also we have some outtakes in the outro uh, that are really funny. So you're not going to want to miss that. But first, you know how we like to start here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Get over here! Yo, what up, Omar? This year, boxing and MMA expert, Dion Clubs, checking in about the number one team in baseball and in your heart and my heart, the South Side Chicago White Sox. You can put it on the board! Yes! Yes! <laughs> Now, without further ado, he is the after the fact king, the love seat messiah, and he plays the magic fiddle better than Franklin. Yes, he is our combat sports insider, D on clubs, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, my friend? And I know that the first thing you want to talk about is that amazing UFC 261 card. So, my brother, what are your thoughts on this card we just saw? Woo! 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 That is my remix of Ric Flair. Woo! 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 Woo!
fight card was phenomenal. We saw heartbreak. We saw joy. We saw a disgusting leg break. No, God! No, God, please, no! Omar, where do I start? I don't know if I should start with the main three title fights, or should I start with the fights before? All I can say about the fights before, leg breaks. Holy leg breaks. No! 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 Jeez la wheeze. Who is wheeze? I don't know. Anyways, Chris Weidman, his leg wrapped around Uriah's Hall leg like an elbow noodle. It was disgusting. It was like you picked baked ziti up and you want to get a little more, you know, a little more cheese, a little more sauce off the plate and the, and the, and the noodle bends. That was his shin. <laughs> Wrapping around another man's shin. Uriah Hall stood there like he was, you know, fighting Mr. Glass, Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable. It was disgusting. Oh, I almost threw up. What a, oh, man. Just, you know what? Let's have a moment of silence for uh, Chris Weidman's leg. Okay, we're back. So that fight goes awry. And then we get to our main three fights, okay? Our three title fights. Sorry, that was just another moment of silence for Chris Wyman's leg. First title fight. We got Valentina against Jessica Andre. Um, this was just not what we expected. We expected... Valentina to use her Muay Thai stand-up with the young lady, but she didn't. Changed the game up, took her down four times in the first round, ground control the whole time, took her down two times in the second round, complete ground and control, ground and pound, ground control. I'm sorry, I, I, my, my words are fumbled ground right now because I'm so hyped up from the fights. Got to her in a crucifix and just rained down elbows like it was no tomorrow. I thought she was Dusty Rhodes for a second. X marks the spot, and the spot was her forehead and her eyebrow. Busted her open. Stop the fight. TKO. Done. <laughs> I would say she has a she has a spot on the sectional because remember it was a love seat, then a couch with Nate Robinson, Conor McGregor, and Ben Askren. Now it's a sectional. Okay, we we got we got more buys. It's a slumber party. Okay, we'll get to that later. So Valentina Bullet Shashenko. Wins again. She is the best pound for pound 125er out there. I see no other female touching her. Okay. None. Not at 125. You can book it. Next one. Thug Rose against Wee Yang. And I'm probably butchering Yang's name because it doesn't matter. Say what? Thug Rose gave her that foot to face treatment. She was seeing stars. She didn't do the lean back like Fat Joe, but she still went backwards like a ton of bricks. I mean, it was like somebody, like she was, it was showtime with the Apollo. Somebody goes, you get off stage. Yanked her back. <laughs> Out cold, rain down hammer fist, stop the fight. <laughs> now, it was so bad and so fast that she got up didn't know what happened until she saw a replay. Like, oh, snap. I did get knocked out. And it does happen to the best of us. So, new champ, Thug Rose, she called it. I mean, what was that? 
Oh, it was nothing from Nate Robinson because they're still sleeping. We're adding another one to the list. Another, we're, gonna, we're breaking another cushion for the sectional. Last fight, the main event, Masvidal versus Usman. Oh my God, we've been waiting for this one. Say what? Everyone's on their, everyone's on the edge of their seat. Sweaty palms, you know, a lot of cursing, a lot of betting going on. Can Masvidal beat him with a full camp? Um, are there going to be any excuses? Uh, is Usman going to wrestle the whole time? Negative. First round, back and forth. Usman does get the takedown, does a little round and pound. But nothing, nothing, nothing too bad, okay? We got Masvidal working on his lead leg. So I'm thinking, okay, you know what? That might be a problem in the third, fourth round. We'll see what happens. And then out of nowhere, bam! Right punch, slumped. Masvidal, sleeping. He was back in Miami doing, doing, doing fights in the, in the backyard or, or, you know, I don't know what he was thinking, but he was out cold. Out. No one saw it coming. Ridiculous. I jumped out of my seat. My dog looking at me like I'm crazy. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Don't judge me. It's not my fault. Now, this sectional we have, we have Masvidal got added to the sectional with Nate Robinson, Ben Askren, and uh, Conor McGregor. I wonder how big this, this slumber party is going to be. I mean, everybody's getting slumped. It's, it's getting ridiculous. Well, this was a great night for MMA. They had the fans back. Social distancing, who cares about that? Everyone's just ready to go watch the fights down in Florida because Florida is a different animal. But, hey, I love the fights. Yeah. Can I get that Zima? I don't, I don't do Burroughs and James, man. I need that Zima. Wait, you didn't get the Zima yet? My dude, did you check your mailbox? Maybe they, maybe somebody stole the package from your front door. That's probably what happened. You know, Zima is a hot commodity these days. We can't just be leaving it outside. Now, can we? <laughs> Anyways, thank you for the awesome UFC review. The leg break, I'm glad I didn't see it. Those things are absolutely horrific. And after tearing my ACL before, I just try to avoid those things at all costs. So I'm glad I didn't see it. But great fights all around otherwise. And yeah, didn't expect Masvidal to go down like that, but he did. So we'll see at least if he can come back from that and maybe get into the title shot at some point. So tell me, I saw the clips of the Paul brothers and Mayweather face off. And some wild stuff went down. Tell me about what happened there. Bravo, bravo, bravo to the Paul brothers and Floyd Money Mayweather. Everybody is going crazy yapping about what happened down in Miami for the presser for Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather Jr., okay? They had a little presser at the Dolphin Stadium. I think it's Hard Rock Stadium. And melee happens. Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul, who we all know, put Ben Askren to sleep, snatches Mayweather's hat in the middle of the tunnel. They chase each other. Mayweather's looking crazy with all the pubic, pubic hair on his face. And, uh, you know, this man was bald. Now he has a little fro. He looks kind of like a, he looks like a dusty Jadakiss. Let's not talk about that. Say what? Anyways, the little chase happens that Mayweather says, Mr. I want to kill you, yada, yada, yada. Bravo to both of them. I take my hat off to them. Yes, my hat, your hat, everyone hat is off. The reason why I'm saying this, bravo to them, because in two days, 
everybody is going to be glued in on their butts, standing up in their houses, watching Canelo Alvarez fight Billy Joe Saunders for the middleweight belt. 70,000 people are going to be packed in that stadium in Dallas. 70,000. Okay, this is the biggest since the pandemic sporting event that people are going to be going to. All right. And what are we talking about two days prior? A YouTuber versus one of the greatest boxers of all time getting into a fake scuffle? Smart. Smart. This man, this is like Vince McMahon, you know, going against Eric Bischoff in the Monday Night Wars. This is all publicity, and everybody's looking and tuned in and wants to watch the fight. This is smart. No one's talking about the big boxing match on Saturday. We're talking about stupid Logan and Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather. This is beautiful. This is perfect, okay? Only a few people understand it. Only a few people see it. I see it. I don't know about, you know, a couple others I know see it, but majority of folks are like, oh, this is real. Oh, look at Mayweather getting mad. Oh, do you think he really cares about that dusty-ass dude taking his hat? Let's get real. The object of the game is to get the mass audience to tune in, okay? They don't call him Money Mayweather for no reason. People can say what they want to say about the Paul brothers, but those guys are printing money, and they know how to do it. So, terrible. But the real fight is Billy Joe Saunders versus Canelo Alvarez. Billy Joe's going to give him trouble. He's a pure boxer, but I still got Canelo. That was my quick little club banger. Clubs bangers. And uh, you still got that Zima? And now we go out live to Dallas to our correspondent, boxing expert, Dion Clubs, who is out at the Canelo Alvarez versus Billy Joe Saunders fight. We have sent him out there to cover the event, the spectacle. So, my friend, tell me, how are things going out there? And also, ask around for me, and if you find anyone that has season tickets to the Cowboys or extra tickets to the Cowboys, I am looking to get a pair of tickets. I want to take my dad you know, he's a Cowboys fan. I want to take him out for his one of his retirement presents to the Thanksgiving game against the Raiders at AT&T Stadium. So if anyone got the hookup, holla at your boy. You can hit me up at my email, omar.fonseca at gmail.com. Don't blow that joint up. Uh, but if you do about tickets, please holla at your boy. And uh, make sure you say what's up to the cowgirls for me. <laughs> Omar, Omar, Omar. You know, last time... You know, I put out my predictions, called them club bangers and things like that. But with these little recaps, I'm, I'm going to consider these club hits. Okay, yes. Clubs hits. And right now, I just finished watching a fight down here in Dallas. It was phenomenal. The weather was great. I appreciate you with the tickets. You know what I'm saying? We had uh, stop capping. Uh, 73,000 strong in the AT&T Stadium, you know, the place where the Cowboys play. We were we were out there, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you, you know. Uh, you're bullshitting. Uh, the Ball and Buds podcast is doing so great that, you know, I was blessed to get these tickets. Say what? Hats off to you, bro. Hats off. So back to reality. Uh, 
Uh. Why you always lying? Uh. Billy Joe Saunders versus Canelo Alvarez. Boy, I tell you, this was a fight I was waiting for. We're finally going to unify some champions, get some uh, clarification at the 168-pound division in boxing. Canelo Alvarez by far is pound for pound the best fighter on the planet. Hands down. Find me another fighter better than him, I'll give you a dollar. But I probably won't. Anyways, we got Canelo Alvarez. He holds two belts at, at 168, the WBC, the WBA champion. And then you got Billy Joe Saunders, who's the WBO champion, okay? We're trying to unify these belts. We want to... We want one single champ, okay? That's the thing about boxing. You know, you want to be undisputed champ, okay? We've been trying to see them fight for years, but finally it's come to fruition, so the fight was great, man. I, Canelo came out. He had the mariachi band. You know. He had the, the big giant entrance. He was like the the Mexican Apollo Creed coming out, looking looking great, coming to the ring. All the crowds going crazy. But first, before he came out, you had Billy Joe Saunders. You know all the gypsies that came from uh, England, London. All of them showed up. You know they was out there uh, raising hell, acting like they were extras from Peaky Blinders. It was it was phenomenal, great scene. And we'll say this: Canelo, he 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 is a heavy hitter. You know I really thought that. It was going to be Rockabye. I thought we were going to turn that couch, which is a sectional now. I thought Billy Joe was going to be on there. I thought we stretched out with Conor McGregor, Ben Askren, Nate Robinson. I thought all of them were going to be on that on that couch. You know, we just had to make room for Jorge Masvidal. He had to get, you know, Rockabye uh, by um, Kamal Usman in the last UFC event. But I really thought that Billy Joe Saunders was going to sleep. But he also had a chance he's probably the best pure boxer that Canelo's fought in, in quite some time, okay? You know, when he fought Alondis Lara, I personally think Lara won that fight. It went all the way. And then when he fought Triple G the first time, I thought Triple G won that fight. So he hasn't fought, you know, great boxers in a while. You know, his last fight was literally a glorified sparring section. When he fought Danny Jacobs, Daniel Jacobs waited till round nine to really start fighting. I don't know what he was doing. What's been that... Uh, the S curl in his hair. Who knows? But anyways, the fight was great. You know, Canelo came out stalking uh, Saunders down like he always does to everybody else, opposing his will. Saunders, he kept that bay. He was taking the shots. You know, you know, doing all the gestures like, okay, you got me. Oh, this one didn't hurt. Things of that nature. So, the fight was really in Canelo's Canelo's favor for I would say the first four rounds. And then, actually, I take that back. Billy Blizzo Saunders didn't win the first round of my book by about round five. He started. He started coming on a little bit. He was picking and popping. He was picking his shots, popping Canelo. You know, his head was snapping back, hitting him good. Uh, one to the body, one to the head shot. So Billy Joe Saunders was having was, was having success fighting, boxing Canelo, getting in and out, making Canelo miss. He didn't look – I didn't think Canelo was gas or had an energy dump, but he didn't look um, as crisp in round uh, five and six. And then round seven comes, and Canelo starts waking up a little bit. I will say that they the scores were – they had at 78, 74, 77, 75. That's more close to what I had it with Canelo being up by two. But it was it was pretty close. To, it was pretty close in my book. But um, I had Canelo up by two at, at around eight. But at the end of round eight, Canelo hits him with an uppercut from hell. I mean, his face instantly sunk. Like it was his eye was in. He broke the orbital socket. Canelo said after the fight he felt it break. 
inside of his face, I, he looked like either Quasimodo, Igor, or uh, something. He looked like an extra from Star Wars. It, it was just ridiculous. His eye, it was in a sunken place. You know what I'm saying? It was bad. You know, it was, it was get out. He was literally get out and get out of this fight. I want to go back to London. It was bad. And they had to stop the fight after the eighth. So Canelo is now the unified WBA, WBC, WPO champion. And after the fight, he called out your boy, Nashville's own Caleb Sweethands plant for that IBF belt. Say what? He wants to do it, I think, in September. They're trying to work that out. Caleb Plant, another great fighter. It's going to be, that would be a good fight. But Canelo's on a path. He wants to be the first ever unified 168 Mexican champion. If he beats Caleb Plant in the next fight for that IBF strap, he's going to be the unified 168 and and solidify his greatness, which is already at a high level. He's already one of the best fighters. He's a Hall of Famer, but he wants to be a undisputed, not only unified, but undisputed first ever Mexican 168 uh, champion. And I believe it can happen. I, bl- I believe it will happen. And Canelo Alvarez, the guy's a beast. He's, he's, he's the man. It's, it's not this YouTube versus boxer stuff, all that, all that nonsense, which is getting all the attention. You want a real boxer, a real fighter, and it proves that people still love it because over 73,000 people showed up in Dallas. They say, COVID? What's COVID? <laughs> who cares about COVID? We're showing up to watch this fight. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? So that's my quick little recap. Club hits. Okay, yes. <laughs> Clubs hits. I'm out here. I'm still, uh, still wearing that Zima, though. I know we did the Bottles and James last time. We had that podcast on what wine cooler is the best. Still waiting on Zima, homie. Yes, I am super excited about the Caleb Plant factor in here because, yes, he's actually from a little bit outside of Nashville up in Ashland City. But, yes, Nashville's own. So, you said they were talking about September. Well, I know you and the boys are going to be here for Labor Day weekend. So, let me just put this out into the world. Let me speak this into existence, put this in the universe. A Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant Labor Day weekend in Nashville, Bridgestone Arena would be amazing. You can already guarantee 20 fans of rowdy fans of the 703 boys there if you come. So just putting in a plug to whoever the promoters are on that one. Hello, Hoya, or whoever the hell Canelo is with now. I don't know. Uh, Dazin, who do we need to talk to? Dazin, how you, I don't even know how you say that. Dazone, I understand it's short for that, but still. Uh, anyways, yeah, we need to get them on that. Come to Nashville, Bridgestone Arena. Let's fill this joint up. Last time a UFC joint came, it was packed, so we can do the same for Canelo and Caleb Plant. Let's do it. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. And now for the ending, I'll take. <laughs> and now, without further ado, he is the after the fact king, the love seat messiah. He plays the fiddle better than Franklin. And he plays the fiddle bet. And he. <laughs> I can't, I laugh at you. Oh, I'm high. This is hilarious. Anyways, hold on. I'm laughing too much. <laughs> hold on. Hey. Right. Breathe. 
And now. <laughs> and. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm really high right now. Uh, hold on. And I need to go to the gym, and I'm like bullshitting because we got Zima nights tonight, and I'm trying to get this recorded so I can go to the gym so I can get back for Zima nights, and I'm laughing too much. So let me get this straight. Hold on. And <clears throat> dumb. And now, without further ado, at NBA. He doesn't even talking NBA. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on. And. Now, without further ado, he is the after the fact king, the love seat messiah, and he plays the magic fiddle better than Franklin, better than Franklin, Franklin's magic fiddle. I just cannot with myself right now. I need to go to the gym. I got to hit the elliptical before I do the Zima nights. All right, hold on. And I got to come back and finish recording the rest, the rest of this one and another one uh, so I can put this out tomorrow. Anyways, uh, hold on. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop bullshitting. And, and, and now, without further ado, have a great fucking week. I love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until then, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love. The Omar Way. Holla.